You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. You're listening to special programming sponsored by the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Business of Giving podcast. My name is Guy Dawson, and I am the executive director of the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce. And we are an organization that brings businesses and nonprofit organizations together to create synergistic relationships that benefit the community. And this show, the Business of Giving, supports that mission. Uh, with the Chamber of Commerce, we really are about the support of two of the pillars of the community, which are nonprofit organizations and for-profit businesses. I have two outstanding guests uh, who are going to be in the studio today. I actually have a co-hostess, a woman who I have known for many years. She is a seniors advocate until she changes it and decides what she wants to, <laughs> to be. <laughs> Pat Landeker, okay. very good friend of mine, and uh, she is as someone who is serves the senior community wholeheartedly, and she, so she's going to be. How, how's everything going, Pat? Oh, it's going great, and I'm glad I finally got here. I know you've tried to get me here a couple of times, but we're both busy people, so I'm really happy I'm here now. And yeah, I am a seniors advocate, a seniors cheerleader, a seniors concierge, a seniors. I'm all about senior life. And uh, that pretty much consumes everything I do from teaching programs and everything. Um, So yeah, my company is the Pat Landacre Agency. Right. We're looking forward to hearing more about all that Pat does. Uh, you're, I think that the seniors are a group of people who are, are underrepresented in so many ways and misunderstood, actually. And I think that the things that Pat does, and she'll explain when we get into more of a talk later on uh, during the interview today, how she helps to clarify. She really empowers uh, seniors. And uh, so stay, you know, sit tight and listen to this entire show. She's got some great information that she's going to be sharing later on in the broadcast, and she'll be participating in the interview as well. We have our first interview for today is with Edgar Rodriguez. He is a great friend of mine uh, who I met in the networking community, and he uh, is a part of an organization called Action Coach, which I am wholeheartedly endorse. It's a great group that helps people to be more successful in the way that they run their businesses. He's also a master networker. But the thing that really stood out to me and the reason why I wanted to have him be a part of this show today is some of the things that he does with veteran advocacy. So we have two advocates as part of the uh, Business of Giving show today. Welcome to our show, Edgar Rodriguez. Thank you, Guy, for having me. And Edgar, we, as I had mentioned before, we met in the business networking community, and I know that a lot of your focus has been on educating people about 
how to become better networkers. And um, so let's touch on that some. I know you do a lot of things with uh, with Action Coach, but networking, why is that so important to you? To me, networking is extremely important because it is a critical skill set to learn uh, and knowing how do you build professional relationships without trying to pitch somebody about how to sell them your product or service, right? More of learning of the go-giver mindset, right? How do you help them and, and see how you can provide value before um, you ask uh, what it is you're looking for? Yes, I always appreciate your your explanation of that. You know, many, many years, I've been networking in this town for 15 years, and it's just mm. interesting to um, to see the approach that people take to networking and the, the concept that you're talking about, which is being of service first, is something that it, <laughs> there are so many people who network who really would get more business if they embrace that mentality. Have you discovered that as well? Yeah, and, and I'll say that really stemmed more of, of when I enlisted into the Marine Corps, right? I enlisted back after 9-11, so October of that year is when I enlisted. And, and the Marine Corps taught me a lot of the skill sets that helped me grow up at a very young age really fast and have translated into who I am today. And I still model a lot of those those core concepts of what I learned. And in 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 doing what we do, it's I enlisted in protecting my country, right, to serve my country. And now as as an ambassador and as a, a business community leader, it's I'm serving my community. So it's always been for me of, of just being of service. Right. Just another function of of being a servant of your community. And this just so happens to be uh, the business community. And as I had mentioned before, you're also a part of an organization uh, that's very, I think, in alignment with with your master networking work. And that is uh, Action Coach. So will you tell us how you how you got involved in Action Coach? Yeah. And, and that's a great question. And that journey um, for me has been one that evolved over time. When I created the company that I had with Master the Network, it evolved in teaching people how to expedite the learning curve in networking. And I wanted to be able to provide more value, not to just teach the networking strategy, but how do I make a bigger impact? And, and Action Coach was a, a good fit for me to be able to be that, that resource to teach people, you know, for me, it's helping business owners in three different ways is one at the end of the day, it's to help them make more money. Number two is to accelerate the business growth of the business, right? How do, how do we get out of day to day and not just work in the business, but work on the business. And the third is how do you get the business working for you rather than you working for the business? Yeah. Yeah, so important, right? That is the probably one of the main things that I I used to be an uh, not an action coach, but a business coach, Edgar. And uh, I agree with everything that you're saying and I'm very familiar with action coach and I like uh, you know, their whole philosophy behind coaching from a different approach. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that they really help the business person understand who they are initially first. Because if yeah. you don't know who you are, 
in that business world or what you're who what you're going to look like, then it's going to be very difficult to navigate that. And I think that's something Action Coach does really well is they put their coaches. That's probably the first thing in touch with themselves. Yeah, hundred percent. I agree. And, and and that's the beauty is right. Like it doesn't matter what type of business they are. It, it, the the model that we have can fit just about any business, yeah. right? This is our, our, our 30th year in business. So this is a big year for Action Coach. Uh, and, and one of the ways that I give back is through another organization of, of Bunker Labs, right? That's where we help veterans uh, and military spouses scale and grow their businesses. And, and I think that's part of why Guy, you know, and I connected really well is I, I've, I've really leaned into that of becoming a big advocate for veterans because I've been there, you know, in, in my transition out of the Marine Corps into the civilian world was not as easy as, as they make it sound. Uh, but, but learning that if there was an easier way and an easier path to, to transition over, uh, that, that would solve for a lot of the issues that us veterans struggle with. Right. So, for me, that's something that's near and dear to my heart because I want to make sure that we can teach them the ways to be successful and from the skill sets they learned in the military, from serving our country, and how do we translate that to the civilian world and be able to propel them to continue to be successful in, in becoming business leaders or, or whatever transition and what's next in their life. Edgar, uh, what is the biggest challenge you find with um, helping veterans realize, one, that they can do it and have a business. Um, what's the greatest challenge you face when you meet them and bring them into your fold? Mm, I, I, I would say the biggest challenge is, is I'm going to say number one is it always mindset, right? And knowing that they have the fortitude, if they stepped up to serve their country, they can continue to serve in a different manner through serving their community as a business leader. Uh, but it's, it's just understanding that for them, it's just working with them. Like we talked about earlier, right? We touched on it is what is the goal? What is the vision? What is the mission? And what type of impact are you looking to have through your product and service? So, so navigating those muddy waters, right. And, and turning that into a clear vision has been, has been one of the challenges, but through, through proper coaching and, and consulting, we're able to overcome that challenge. And Bunker Labs was a featured nonprofit at one of the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce big events. We do Businesses with Heart events once or twice a year, and it was really a great opportunity for us to promote an organization that, as you had mentioned before, um, Edgar is really giving veterans options, a lot of them not even knowing that entrepreneurship is the option. But I think there's so many things that I've seen that um, – People in the military, <laughs> they have a natural skill set that lends to entrepreneurship in a lot of ways because so mm -hmm. much of what you do as an entrepreneur is there's a project, right? You put you have strategy, there's a project, there's a whole mechanism, pieces that you have to put in place in order to and, – and there's always the mission and the whole – right? And that's what you learn. I haven't ever served in the military, but it seems like that's just so much in alignment with what my experience of being an entrepreneur is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree. The, the, the learning curve from going into, you know, being from, from the transition from venturing into entrepreneurship is the accountability piece. If you think about in the military, we always answered to somebody, 
There was always somebody above us. When you jump into entrepreneurship, you're, you're it, right? So, so the biggest advice, and, and that's what I like about Bunker Labs, is that we, we as the ambassadors plus the other cohort members in your cohort are your accountability partners, and that's what helps them because we meet week in, week out. We talk about business challenges. How did we overcome them? What's going on right now? And what actions are they taking to overcome those challenges? So, so that's the beauty behind Bunker Labs is, is the accountability piece that most of us as entrepreneurs, that's, that's the one key critical component that we need is accountability. You know, uh, Edgar, it's so true for, for both business and dieting. You need to have somebody to hold you accountable. Accountability partner. Yeah. But no, I love that you yeah. said that because, you know, I think people don't realize how important that is. And just let's say you're, you're going into business, but you have naysayers around you who don't understand that whole mm. thing of accountability. And you don't have anybody who's holding you to task for whatever reasons, you know. So the fact that you're providing and being that for the veterans is just absolutely fantastic because that's the missing component in so many uh, coaching efforts, especially, you know, I'm a certified coach as well. And, and it's, <clears throat> that's the greatest challenge because you can coach all day long. You can give them all your great information and all these tips and steps. But if they don't hold themselves accountable or they don't have a structure to hold them accountable, it's just not going to mm. pan out. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's always great that we come up with really great ideas, but how do we execute on those great ideas? There you go. And that's where the accountability comes into play, right? When I was talking to a guy yesterday, because uh, we were having a conversation from one of the groups that, that we both attend, is I have three non-negotiables when I take on, whether it's a veteran client or, or a business client, is number one, you got to be willing to learn. Number two, you have to be willing to grow. And, and my third non-negotiable is you got to be willing to do the work. There you they, go. They sound, they sound so easy, but yet for some people, they're so hard to follow. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think that a lot of times clients understand that whole piece of it because they're just like, just tell me what I need to do and I'll do it. And then what day we do this and that. But then you get that call, right? We've all had them. Guy, you've had them. Edgar, you've had them. Well, I mean, I meant to, and then this happened, and that happened, and all of that. And so you have to kind of, kind of create like some lines, like you know, uh, for your client to help them stay within the boundaries of their accountability, and that's really challenging. And I'm curious, Edgar, how do you do that when you're dealing with veterans who we don't know what they may have gone through, and now you're asking them to commit? Yeah. To this. And I, I'm, yeah. I'm assuming that's kind of a challenge sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. For, and, and it's just having that honest conversation with them, right? Like, number one, why did you start the business? You know, what, what, what caused you? What made you? What is your true why? And I, I, I really, really enjoy having that in-depth conversation because a lot of us will, will sugarcoat and say, you know, I'm doing this for legacy for my family. Yeah. Great. So when you're, let's say you're doing this for your kids, your kids are long gone. They graduated college. They're on, on to their own lives. Now what? 
There you go. Yeah. And, and then they really have to really dig deep. Like, I didn't think that through. Okay, so what, what's the secession plan look like? So whether, whether they're veteran, and, and the veteran piece is, is even more, right? Because what, what caused you to serve your country? Nobody forced you to sign that dotted line, but there's something they wanted to do to make a difference. And I believe that that why doesn't shift when they start business. It's, it's the same why. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, we greatly appreciate all that you're doing to support the community on many levels, uh, Edgar, from being involved with the networking community to coaching businesses. I mean, boy, businesses. <laughs> we yeah. need a lot of coaching because it's uh, it's not um, it's not for the faint of heart, as they say. And having someone to hold you accountable is so important, whether you're a veteran or not. But then the specific work that you're doing as a veteran advocate, I mean, as a if there's one element of our society, again, that I feel is so underrepresented, uh, along with seniors, that's why this show really is working well for me today, because we get to talk about two groups that don't necessarily get the amount of recognition that they should get. But um, for, for people out there who want to get in contact with you for possible coaching opportunities or to become a part of Bunker Labs or any of the other things that you're working on, how could they reach you? Yeah, so best way, uh, LinkedIn is probably where I know my loudest voice is. Um, on our website, if you go to www.actioncoachlasvegas.com is another way to get a hold of me. Um, those, those are probably the two best ways. Uh, they could find me on any social media platform as well. I just really appreciate that there's somebody out there who's make, connecting those two dots because it's just really important. And I, I would assume when a, when when somebody comes out of the military and now they've you know going into the the uh, civilian world and everything to have somebody like you to be able to guide them through because like I said we don't know what they just went through in their military experience. So having somebody like you who gets them. To be able to hold them and walk, hold their hand and walk them through, I think that's just remarkable. And, and thank you so much, Edgar, for providing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad I'm, I'm able to be the conduit to that for them, right? Is, is I've been through the experiences they've been through. Um, one thing I, I, I did touch with a guy yesterday is in my enlistment time, most of my time was served overseas. And that's the relatability that I have with them is that, we, we've been to theater together in, in being in, in different countries and serving our country. So for me, that's just a connecting link of, of the instant synergy you build with other military service members, uh, especially in this, this entrepreneurship journey. Yeah. yeah. We appreciate your service and uh, keep up the great work, Edgar. Yeah. Thank you for having me, Guy. Thank you, Edgar. All right. Well, speaking of the speaking of the military, we want you to become a member of the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce. It is a really a great organization for those of you out there who are either in business or a part of a nonprofit organization. Uh, and actually, there are opportunities beyond even being someone in business or a, a nonprofit organization. You can actually join our particular chamber just as a person, which is kind of unique amongst chambers of commerce because generally chambers of commerce want you to be a business owner when you join. But yes, we have this element of our chamber, which is specifically for people who are in business. We also have nonprofit membership, but you can join to learn about the things that we do just as a 
as a person, learn more about volunteerism. There are people that just love to be in the space of what we do with the Chamber of Commerce, bringing these two entities together. And uh, so some of the things that you'll get as a member of the Chamber of Commerce is, as I had mentioned before, we have a host of events uh, that we host on a regular basis. We have a cause and business education series. That's an online workshop that we do Every single quarter, we bring in an expert in some aspect of business or the nonprofit world just to do an online education. We had some phenomenal presenters over the time that we've been hosting that. We also have our quarterly mixer events. They're generally at restaurants. And what we do at those events is we bring nonprofits and for-profits together for a mixer environment. So people come and trade business with one another. We always have a featured nonprofit organization uh, that comes comes and explains things about their organization to us. Just a great way for some of the lesser known nonprofit organizations in town to get some exposure and for you to meet people who you probably wouldn't meet otherwise. Then we have our give back events, which are really exciting. We did one recently with a nonprofit organization called Sleep in Heavenly Peace. And it is a wonderful, wonderful organization that builds beds for kids. I had no idea prior to the things uh, when we started connecting with Sleep in Heavenly Peace that there are so many children in Southern Nevada who don't even have beds. Uh, So many families have multiple children sleeping in one bed. This organization builds beds for kids in Southern Nevada, and we had the chance to participate in that. We've had give back events with uh, all types of organizations, Three Square, Suicide Prevention. And so uh, that's another one of the events that we host as a a part of the value that you get being a member of the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce. Uh, As I had mentioned before, we have Businesses with Heart. That's our big expo event that we put on generally either every six months or once a year. Our next event is scheduled uh, in September. Uh, We have a Toastmaster Club, Cause Masters Toastmasters, which uh, Toastmasters International is a wonderful organization to help you become a better speaker and leader. So that's just scratches the surface of the value that we offer at the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce. To learn how to be a member of our organization, visit our website, causemarketingchamber.com. You can sign up as a member right on the website or you can get in contact with us and we can explain to you more about the value of being a member of the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce. My co-hostess with the most is today... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Pat Landiger, as I had mentioned earlier, is an advocate for seniors. As a matter of fact, she teaches a course here at UNLV related to senior empowerment. Is mm-hmm. that correct, Pat? I have been teaching for UNLV Ollie for almost three years. I've taught all different kind of versions of classes for people over 50 um, but anyway, thank you, Guy, for having me. I'm excited to be here and, and talk about uh, all things aging. That's pretty much what I do. Um, uh, my thing is positive aging. And just to kind of go over my world, I do teach here at UNLV Ollie. I write a monthly column in the Vegas Voice magazine. For those of you out there who are familiar with that wonderful magazine, I've been writing a monthly column in there for about two and a half years. I hold programs all over the valley, um, a lot of them at retirement communities and things like that. And I just basically get out and carry my message of positive aging because I meet so many people who don't realize that they hold the reins 
to their own aging experience, Guy. So I appreciate you having me and allowing me to talk about it. What made you decide to be a person who advocates for aging? Well, a few things. Um, I turned 60. I'm now 69, but I turned 60. My husband passed away from brain cancer. Um, And I retired, and it all kind of, it was like falling out of the rabbit hole. Suddenly, here I was in this world, and I knew that if I was going through what I was going through as a widow, uh, as a person new to aging, as a new retiree, confused, don't know what I'm going to do with my life, I thought, there's got to be a whole lot of other people out here just like me. And so I started writing about it first, and then I started uh, uh, going around and asking if I could do my programs in different places. And then I met up with uh, actually a friend of mine who works at the Neon Museum, uh, which is a great place for seniors. Um, <clears throat> she said, oh, you should go teach at Ollie. And I had no clue what Ollie was. I knew what UNLV was. And uh, when I researched it, I thought, wow, this this exists? So, you know, basically, so people know Ollie, which stands for, I'm going to get this wrong probably, Osher Lifelong Learning, I believe that's what it stands for, Institute. And they are at all campuses. As a matter of fact, <clears throat> I was trying to work with UCLA, where I went to college, to do uh, their Ollie. But most universities have an Ollie program across the United States, and they get uh, people 15 over to come and teach in those programs. And so that's kind of how I arrived uh, here at UNLV. And it's just been the best thing that ever happened to me. Um, it's fulfilling. I get to help other seniors kind of cross that threshold of aging that we all experience where suddenly we retire. And guess what? We all have a big, long list of things we're going to do once we retire, and we're going to do this, and then we're going to go spend time with the grandkids, and we're going to... And then we do all that, and about two, three years later, we're looking around, okay, now what? What do we do? Because we haven't really planned for that side of ourselves, that side of our lives after we do all the fun stuff after retirement. So, in all honesty, Guy just sat down and I mapped out several avenues and and different things that I needed to address in the courses that I was teaching and in the programs I do. And in the articles I write, and I just said, okay, you know, and that's kind of how I landed here. And now I've been doing it for a long time, and, and it just has come with a lot of opportunity and visibility. And what was something I was really kind of peddling out there is now something people call me and ask me to do. So that's been fantastic. We live in such a youth-oriented society, and uh, we have a huge senior population that's going to only get bigger because the baby boomers and now you've got Generation X is on its way into becoming mm-hmm. seniors as well. But do you know the main reason why? That seniors are, are we're out there in numbers and we're growing? Because <clears throat> we're living longer. Right. And that's something that, uh, you know, we've yet to really address in terms of living past our investments, living past the money we save. We're living much longer. My mother, who passed away at 90, which I could not understand, and she had plenty of money, but that was one of her major worries was that she was going to run out of money. money. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and that's a true thing today. Give people an overview in just about a minute of, Mm -hmm. you you know, your 
the, the impact and to get people to get a better understanding of why it's important to empower seniors? Well, I think the one thing people have to remember, especially seniors, is that it's the senior population who's pretty much holding up this country with our investments, our Social Security. I mean, what money do you think this country is using to fund many of the things it does? But because we're kind of pushed back in a corner in aging and not really acknowledged, we don't know that ourselves. And a lot of the negative uh, media and things like that that tell us that we should just go sit in a corner and age and that we're done living. And I always tell people that come to me, because a lot of people don't want to even talk about aging. They don't want to know about aging. But I always tell uh, people that you have to remember the alternative to aging is something you don't want to yeah, face. Yeah, not quite my alternative yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or many people's alternatives. Yeah. But just be empowered to know that you can do whatever you want and don't let society tell you anything different. Yes, Pat. I I just, again, I, I, as I mentioned before, the these two topics that we covered today, ageism as well as uh, the empowerment of veterans is just so, so critical. And for you, how can people get in contact with you if they want to be a part of one of your classes or if they want to connect with you about how they can be a, empowered as a senior? Well, my name is Pat Landacre, and I have my website is Pat Landacre, L-A-N-D-A-K-E-R Agency. And the emphasis is on the word age in agency.com. So patlandakeragency.com, full website. It has all my classes I teach. It has my mindset stuff I do. And my cert, I'm a certified senior advisor, so that information is on there as well. And you can reach me. There's all kind of ways to contact me through that website. Thank you so much for being a part of the show today, Pat. And I want to say how much we appreciate all of you for listening in. Again, to learn more about the Cause Marketing Chamber of Commerce, please visit our website, <coughs> causemarketingchamber.com. You can also find us on social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram. And the last thing I want to say before we leave today is it is so important to give and do business for good. See you soon. Shoulder. As I'm getting older, your people get older. Most of us only care about money.